Hey everybody, this is Derek for the Grumpy Guy Show, talking about episode number 128. I can't hear the grass grow. Recorded on Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. Tonight's topics, a new competitive sport, two ingredient meals, and it makes them healthy. Stick around folks, it's a nice show tonight. Good evening everybody, welcome to the Grumpy Guy Show, I'm Derek McAllister. And I'm Ryan McAllister. So we got a lot of topics tonight, but I have a feeling there there going to be a lot of real quick topics. But you know, right. who the hell knows? I mean, every time we say that, we end up not getting to all of them. Or if we say, "Oh, it's going to be a real quick show," we end up going long. So who knows? <laughs> Ignore this part of my speech <laughs> yeah. or my spiel. I guess I don't know. It's not really a speech. Yeah. The speech is usually pre-written. And, well, if you haven't figured it out, we don't pre-write anything other than nope. some notes for the freaking, <laughs> for the topics. But, mm-hmm. at any rate, so what do you say we jump right in? What do we got? All right, we're going to start out with something that I think has uh, kind of lost some people for us. I've been noticing the last couple of weeks that we aren't getting any views on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Eh, I mean, it is what it is, but... Mm-hmm. At any rate, this is this is about Trump, once again. Okay. And, you know, it's it's getting to the point, and it's probably going to be at that point, if he wins the election, that we could do an entire show two or three times a week just on him and his stupidity yeah, and his arrogance, which is what this is really truly about. You know, this, this particular topic, I titled it Trump thinks he is above other defendants. Of course he does. So basically with, um, with one of the cases that's been brought against him happens to be in New York, I believe. But uh, in in one of the cases brought against him, he is required to be in the courtroom every single day for the trial. Yeah. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And, Mm -hmm. of course, you know, he he said to the media, this is unfair. I'm supposed to be out on the out on the campaign trail doing this stuff. And I can't because I got to go to the court. And all I could think was. Mm -hmm. All right, first and foremost, you've been charged with something, jackass. Maybe you ought to actually yeah. freaking, you know, take a little interest in what you're being charged rather than just blabbing your mouth, blaming everybody else and saying that it's unfair and that, you know, you're being treated differently and all this other bullshit. Supposedly. Simply put, anybody else would have to go in there. Just because you were president at one point does not mean that you get to get out of doing things that everybody else has to do. Yeah. You are not president. Not anymore. You are a former president. Mm -hmm. Yes, you may get elected again, but until that time, you are a former president. Mm -hmm. Get over it. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm getting to a point where I'm tired of this crap of, oh, woe is me. I have, oh, I've got such a rough life. Well, you know, if you weren't such yeah. an idiot, 
and you actually did business like a normal person legally, then you wouldn't be in this situation. This yeah. has nothing to do with the fact that, you know, Democrats don't want you to be president. Democrats don't want any Republican to be president. Exactly. That's all there is to it, idiot. It's not about you. You know, it, right now, anything that's happening is is retaliation for the way that you've treated, you know, you have directed Republicans to treat Joe Biden. Exactly. You know, it's really, really unfortunate, but we're in an eye for an eye situation with this crap, and it's going to kill the United States. All because he's so arrogant that he doesn't think he ever does anything wrong, and that he shouldn't be held accountable because I was president. Yeah. Well, you know, here's here's a little hint for you, Mr. Trump. You were told by a court that you are liable for your actions because you are citizen Trump now, not President Trump. And even if you were President Trump, you still wouldn't be getting off scot-free for this. No, no. And I can't remember what case it was. I think it was... Uh, I think it was the case um, around... Oh, I can't even remember now. It was something to do with January 6th, you know, and he was claiming that he wasn't responsible and he couldn't be held accountable because he yeah, was right. president. It's not how it works. Get mm. over it. But whatever. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I want to make sure. I don't think anybody, any pro-Trump person is still listening at this point. No. But just in case, I want to make sure you understand that I have said many, many times that Trump was not the worst president we've had. Not even close. He is not the best president that we've had. Again, not even close. And the same goes true for Joe Biden. Mm. Plain and simple. These two old guys are mm. all about making sure that their name goes down in history. That's all they care about. They want to be rich, they want to be pampered, and they want their name in history. And they've got all of that. Yeah. You know, but... I don't know. So, at any rate, let's move on. So, next thing. It's a little something that I put in there because, uh, well... I actually wanted to talk about it with you. Okay. So let's talk about the postponing of the Daytona 500. Ooh, okay. So I've, I've made it very, very clear my position in the past about the yeah. fact that these guys don't race when it's raining. Yes. With all of the delays that we had last year, surrounding these races at what point is nascar going to say we got to figure this out and we've got to make them race in the rain at the moment it's impossible it's not impossible at the moment no, no not not really because here's the thing number one as i've as i've said before these guys are 
I mean, I sh- I say guys for what for whatever reason, Goodyear's rain tires d- do not work on ovals. For whatever reason, they don't work on high banked ovals. Here's here's the thing, okay. These race drivers are supposed to be the best drivers in the world, right? Which they are not even close. Well, this is it. This is how this is how things even, are said. Even when you factor in, even when you take when you specify best stock car drivers in the world, I'd still say that some of the best in the world are not at the top level. It's always the case. I mean, because of the the whole thing that's been going on, like since before even I was a fan of money over talent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that happens everywhere. You know, there's still such thing as pay drivers and nepotism drivers. Yeah, Cody Ware still got a seat, unfortunately. Yeah. But at any rate, they're supposed to be some of the best drivers in the world, okay? And what kills me with it is they keep postponing these things rather than worrying about, you know, so part of a part of the whole reason or justification to continue racing, even though it is a huge, huge environmental impact in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Part of the justification is for testing of products for the mm-hmm. consumer. Yeah. You know, I mean, seriously, when do you get to put 500 miles of hard driving on tires? Mm-hmm. Nowhere. Yeah. But the problem is these tires are so specifically formulated for them to drive really fast mm. that they have absolutely no bearing on what Goodyear puts out to the consumer. Exactly. And what Goodyear they doesn't need even to put do out a quality racing tire either. Well, you know, that's ask Tony, ask Tony Stewart, how he feels about Goodyear. Yeah. And seriously, that's, he'll give you an hour long rant. You know, that's, that's opinion as to how good their tires are, but you know, the yeah. whole point is supposed to be, you know, testing. How are you really, truly going to test tires if all you're doing is putting slicks on these stupid cars? All those slicks, do, all, all they're for is just to go fast. They do absolutely nothing else. Another reason why slicks are preferred is that... These are not stock cars anymore. They haven't been stock since the 60s. Oh, they haven't. They've never been stock. Don't don't kid yourself. They've never been stock. Oh, they were. They were yeah. stock. No, they were close they to were stock. St- they were stock before you were born. They were close to stock. They were never stock. They were always modified. Why do you think you have rules in there about modifications? Well, yeah. It's because people modified things so that they'd win, you know, so they'd have a faster car. Well, at car. first it was called strictly stock. Yeah, but it was never strictly stock. 
Yeah, it was. All you did was paint the number on it <laughs> and cover up the headlights. <laughs> no, no, it was never. There was a separate division for modifieds. Yeah, there was. It, it was. And there still is. They're always. They've always been modified. Mm. I mean, you look at the roots of NASCAR. What are the roots of NASCAR? Bootlegging. Yep. And how did the bootleggers that's go the modified faster? Divi- that's the modified division yeah. that they started with. But again, it's it's really just a cop out. They were always modified. It's just a matter of whether or not you got caught. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing of cheating. Yeah, you know, you've said that's, it before. That's when you. That's when you get into the Smoky Unix and Junior Johnsons of the world. Yeah, you've said it before. If you if you're, you know, if, if you you're ain't not, cheating, you ain't winning. Yeah, you know, and that's that's the way it was, even in those you know, strictly stock versions that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They were cheating. They were modifying. And of course, oh, yeah. manufacturers also, you know, they'd have specific models just for racing. They weren't actual production cars. Well, they were, but they weren't meant, they were meant to be race cars first. Yeah. And they, they like w- the Dodge Daytona and the <laughs> Plymouth Superbird. Yeah. NASCAR had, had rules at the time where you had to produce 500 cars in order for it to be eligible for the series. Yeah. Now it's more than that. I don't know how much it is now. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. It's a stupid thing, you know? And I mean, right now these cars don't look anything like their street versions. Except for from the front end. Like, yeah, the nose looks somewhat like something you can get at the dealership. Yeah, but a Toyota Camry isn't even close to the same size as a NASCAR car. No, not even close. You know, I mean, a Camaro. And hell, the, mm, hell the Camaro's going away after this year, yet NASCAR's still, I think, going to let Chevy run the Camaro after this year. Yeah, I don't think, I, I think actually uh, 2024 model year is the last year for the Camaro, if I recall correctly. But Yeah. But, you know, it's just... <laughs> They they need to figure this out and they need to do it soon, you know. They they have to do something. Otherwise, races are going to continue to get postponed. And what's going to end up happening is fans are going to say, you know what, it's going to get postponed. I'm not going to be able to go. I'm not going to buy a ticket. Exactly. And, and that that already has been happening. It it's happened since the beginning. You know, a lot of fans can't stay then for the next day yeah and and that's going to be their problem that's why i'm saying they need to start working now to figure this out so you know maybe on these on these tracks like daytona where it's all about drafting okay maybe you can't necessarily do it but some of the other tracks they really truly need to figure this crap out they need to have been working on it for the really flat tracks and they've already got it working for road courses yeah, I mean, I, I look at it, the open-wheel cars that run at Indy. They drive in the rain on Indy. Not at Indy. Not on ovals. Are you sure? Positive. Yeah, I don't know. They have. Ne- I have never seen an Indy car at Indianapolis run in the rain. Yeah. Mostly because it barely ever rains in Indianapolis at when they run the 500, but still. And, you know... Maybe the other solution 
is to get rid of the stupid banking. Make these people actually drive. The banking is there for speed. Exactly. Because And speed gets people to actually show up. Now, what gets people to show up are the wrecks. <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, yes, that's also part of it. And that's it. I mean, you know, to me, yesterday's yesterday's race was the wrecks. Yesterday's race was so freaking boring. Oh, look, you got this line of cars going here. Oh, wow, you got this <laughs> line of car going here a little bit faster. Okay. You know, you had you, you had like 500 lead changes because, you know, one line would surge and then the next line would surge, you know, and just go back and forth like that. So you got a lead change every five freaking seconds. You know, the only interesting thing about the race was the two the two big crashes. And one, I wouldn't I would argue wasn't even all that big. Yeah, you know, first one. So, I mean, they they need to figure out a way to make it a lot more interesting than what it is. Because there's going to be more and more people like myself that say, you know what? They're going around in a circle. I'm not going to watch it. Mm. I'm not going to go to it. I'm not going to watch it. Mm. You know, and how are they going to make their money? They're not. Simply put, they're just not going to make their money. Mm. But, at any rate. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, I went back to the, these drivers suck, make them drive in the rain and prove they're good. <laughs> well, if you're going to make that argument, then clearly most driver, most racing drivers suck at driving. <laughs> no, I, I mean, seriously, you know, I, I understand it's all about speed, but at the same time, it's supposed to be about driver skill. That's why everything is evened out, why all the cars are as even as possible, while you know, why they all get the same tires. Yeah. Everything is supposed to be put on the driver in the in the pit crew. Mm-hmm. Well then why are we not racing in the rain? If it's all about speed, then that driver should be able to say, you know what, this is as fast as I can go and not lose control. Mm-hmm. that's part of driving is knowing when you're going too fast so that you're going to lose control. Mm. If you can't do that, then you're not a good driver. If all you can do is worry about, well, you know, I go around this one turn and I, I'm, you know, it's the brakes just don't work. Okay. Well, it seems well, that you just, stop. That's just an excuse for, why you're wrecking no i mean you know they they talk about such minor adjustments oh it makes a huge difference well you know what okay but it's Mm -hmm. not (laughs) that's just helping you go faster that's all you're worried about is going faster how about having yourself in more control Mm. but anyhow let's let's move on (laughs) I've driven through that puddle too many times, I think. (laughs) Uh, That's a good one. So one of the commercials that aired, I believe it was actually, well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't during the race. It was on Sunday. So uh, one, one of the commercials that we've recently seen 
it's you know this this older couple and a right. guy the guy's looking in the cupboards rock paper scissors to see whose turn it is for dinner and she says you know something like oh no no it's your turn no no and then the doorbell rings so the guy says i got it he goes out there and there's the pillsbury doughboy standing on a can of a can of progressive uh, progresso soup in a can mm-hmm. of pillsbury biscuits or something and then they say two ingredient meals help make everything better i'm like whoa 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 there's way more than two ingredients there <laughs> i'm like two product meal okay but two, two ingredients meal, there the? you go <laughs> two ingredients I'm like, the hell are the two ingredients how do you make those yeah you know biscuits have at least water and, and flour they have to have those two ingredients <laughs> Oh, there's two. Yeah, so you can't have soup. Your soup's nothing. Your soup's just water. <laughs> I mean, come on. Exactly. Well, I guess you could make pasta out of out of water and flour, so. There you go. But you really need a binder in there, so I guess not. Nope. <laughs> your mother, your mother actually pointed that out. <laughs> I was laughing because I caught it and I just didn't say anything. Your mother pointed it out. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh my! But yeah, just uh, I I thought it was funny, you know. That is pretty funny. And I, I thought maybe uh, yeah, maybe a lighthearted story would be kind of neat. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the next one, and I told you okay. some of these would be pretty darn quick. Yeah. The next one, I couldn't believe this. They did a story. On the national news, yeah, about how cornhole is now a competitive sport. It's a game. Well, it's you, not a sport. Truth, truthfully, most sports are actually games. However, when the game is just throwing a beanbag underhand. Mm-hmm. At a hole in a board, there's not much ten feet away. I mean, how much is there? There's not a whole ton of athletics involved in that. Yeah, I mean, oh, look at that! Yeah, I can I can see the announcers now. Okay, look at him go. He <laughs> threw it. It slid six inches before it went into the hole. What is this golf? <laughs> I mean, you know, you never know because some of these people are just like. I can't hear the grass grow. <laughs> yeah, so some of these people are like, "Oh, he broke my concentration. That's why I screwed up. <laughs> That's why it slid." It sounds like a golfer. That's why it slid six inches instead of three. <laughs> Come on, but you know, I, I mean, seriously. Seriously, you're making this sound like golf. They, they. They gave some kid a freaking trophy for this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? It was a high school trophy. It was yeah. a competition between high schools. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. You've got all mm-hmm. of these schools talking about getting rid of art program and music programs and having to cut back on athletics. But let's add a stupid thing like this. Wow. Whoa. You know, and the worst part is, 
what it's going to mean is that you know everybody's going to have to have a number and they're going to have to have their name on their jersey and you're going to have to have jerseys and you're going to have to have matching pants and all this other crap all paid for by the school that's just wasting money that you could use on other things yeah like art and music and other actual sports or hmm maybe security Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean come on i i just i'm totally baffled as to why somebody thought this was a good idea you know just because your kid can throw a beanbag better than somebody else doesn't mean anything you know and you know what's going to happen is these kids are gonna they're gonna get scholarships because colleges are going to pick this up as a way to, all right, we can get somebody. Okay, great. So you get somebody who can throw a stupid beanbag. How intelligent is this person? Do they actually get a degree or is it just one of those, you know, the athletic specialty degrees? What the hell are they going to do after that? Yeah. It's not like it's professional. You got to go around hustling people at the bars. (laughs) There's no such thing as the NCL. (laughs) Wow. Wait a minute. Maybe we can start it. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I was like, oh my God. I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. All right. So last topic here, folks. This one is, is kind of serious. So we all know that there's, you know, in the United States, there's a weight problem. There are tons and tons of people that are significantly overweight, including myself. Totally get it. Now, with all of these new drugs that started out as ways to treat diabetes, and they realized if they took out some of the crap that's specific for diabetes, it could still help people lose weight and manage their weight. Yeah. Well, now... These idiots on television, and it was it was this morning. So the lady that was that was actually doing the piece was very skeptical when she went into it, and then by the end of it, she was all for it. And she understood it and everything. She said that or it wasn't her. It was actually a doctor that she spoke with said that giving kids these drugs is going to make them healthy. All I could think was when you have to take drugs for something, it does not make you healthy. No. So I take blood pressure medicine. That blood pressure medicine does not make me healthy. The fact that I have to have that blood pressure medicine means that I'm not healthy. Yeah. So now you're going to give these kids and the one that they were speaking with for this story was like 12 years old or 13, something like that. And I'm like, how is this making her healthy? It's not. Hmm. You know, let's do some things instead of starting up a stupid competitive cornhole crap. (laughs) How about you actually do some education to teach these kids how to eat properly, how to make food that's going to help them be healthy. 
And don't get me wrong, there's going to be some that, you know, there's no real help on, but <sighs> seriously, you can't call them healthy. You're giving them drugs. You're starting exactly. them on these drugs at a very young age. And it's just, it's really horrible. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, and it's really unfortunate because that's that's the route that everybody in the United States wants. They want easy. You know, the uh, all these people that are taking taking that drug for weight loss. And let me point out, that drug for weight loss, I do not believe is covered by health insurance, and it can cost up to $1,000 per month. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes is right. You know, so now you're giving it to these kids that are like 12, 13 years old, who, sure, they may be overweight, but you're not teaching them properly. You're just saying, hey, can't get yourself healthy, just go get a drug. You know, and that's the problem that we've gotten to. Yeah. I tried for years to avoid having to go on, on blood pressure medication. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I held it off a lot longer than my father did. And if I could actually get myself back into exercising, I could probably hold it off a bit longer, you know, get, reduce the dosage and then eventually get rid of it. But, you know, it's just, we're, we're in a situation where number one, we get used to very large meals. Number two, we just don't have time. We're expected to work so many hours in the United States that we just can't be healthy. You know, I mean, you get these people, you look at them when they're, when they're, you know, young, like your age, you get a lot of these people, they spend 45 minutes to an hour every single day in a gym working out. And then what happens? Well, then they get married and they stop working out. Yeah. Because, you know, they they don't have time. They want to they want to do something other than spend 45 minutes to an hour every day in a gym. Yeah. So it, work-life balance needs to needs to be fixed. You know, and, too much and, work. And some of that goes right back to your kids. Because if you have a work-life balance and you can spend time with your kids and you're not pushing them into things, you know, like constantly saying, hey, you got to go do this sport and you got to go do that sport, you know, stop pushing them to do that stuff and spend some damn time with them. Exactly. But at any rate. Hey, what do we know? Yeah. What do we know? But yeah, just yeah, think about it, folks. Stop pushing the damn drugs on on kids. And yeah, they're legal drugs, but seriously, what's going to happen? You know, if we if the manufacturers stop making these, they're going to turn to illegal drugs to make up for it. There's a chance. Pretty much. There's That's a chance. That probably what people would do. Yeah. All right, folks. I'm sure you heard that music starting up in the background. Good night. We'll see you.